Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah! I am thrilled, Al, that the Dodger fans took good care of you last night. Gave you a little bit of crap along the way, but nothing... Nothing that was too bad. You you were decked it's like a out. walk in the park. You were flying your colors. Yeah. You were repping your town. Yeah. You were you're a San Diego guy. Yep. Born and raised, mm-hmm. and that's home for you. And the Padres made the playoffs for the first time since 1843. Um, and eight, you were feeling it. 1887. 1887. <laughs> Actually, kind of. How felt- many hits did Garvey get last night? <laughs> Tony Gwynn. I think Kurt Bavakwa got a big hit somewhere in the fifth inning. <laughs> Dave Winfield gonna play. Wally right field Joyner's tonight. pick at first was amazing. It was. It's been a minute. Just amazing. Okay, have you? I'm trying to think here. You're gonna have trouble in this one. I don't know if you've got a good good example for it because Dodger fans travel really well. They do. Have you gone to a lot of Dodger road games? Yes. Have you gone to a lot of Dodger road games outside of California? No, only one. Because I'm trying to think here. You know, there's certain markets. If the Dodgers are playing the Twins. You're probably not going to have a lot of Dodger fans there. I'm just assuming because you it's mean Minnesota, in Minnesota? Yeah. right? In Minnesota, there was something about from the moment I got out of my car yesterday, and your colors are you stand out like no tomorrow. I'm talking about you, yes, yeah. But there was something gratifying. I, I don't even know how to explain it. There was some. There was a feeling that was like. Oh no, I'm completely okay with this. I'm completely okay that I'm standing out on my own because you're repping your squad, like you said. You know, how you say with somebody who's taller, there's like this eye contact. Yeah. Every jersey you ran into that was brown, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. We look at each other like, mm, yeah, we're, we're it's Clevenger. Hey, let's stick together. Just a reminder here, it's Clevenger again. It was some. It was, it was actually a great feeling to walk around Dodge Stadium, and like you mentioned in the beginning, I'm not kidding when I say this. Dodger fans, they get a bad rap from what I experienced yesterday. Every Dodger fan was cool as hell. Now, granted, the Padres weren't up eight to nothing. Yeah, that that experience I think that you had last night was. I'm happy for you. Glad it went the way that it did. But I don't know if every fan of the opposing team would say that Dodger fans are cool as hell. I think they may have a different opinion. Now, about. what I also wasn't doing, I didn't have a Padre flag, <laughs> you know, Look, waving it up like you, this in the, my section. You are a, a smart man. You are a, a man who is not going to escalate situations. You're not going to inflame tensions, so to speak. But sometimes you don't need to. Sometimes you just need to be wearing the wrong hat. It's just that the game went last night exactly the way that I think the Dodgers would have scripted it. Short short of winning the game 14 to nothing, obviously. Um, But this is what I was getting at a second ago. I think both of these teams can feel pretty good about what happened last night. I'll give you... Say it from the Dodgers side. I'll tell you how I feel from a Padres side. Okay, so for the Dodgers side, they got a good, not great outing out of Julio. It it was fine. Mm -hmm. You know, five innings, six Ks, no walks. But he did give up three runs, did give up a home run. Um, but he got them off to a really good start, um, so you feel good about that. The bullpen lights out. Bullpen didn't give up any runs. Bullpen. Dave Roberts pulled the right move at the right time, right on down the line. And by the way, guy who calls about operating an IHOP or whatever it is, these are the games that I'm telling you that yeah, it, it, it these were he had to make four decisions in a row on pitchers, and he made four right yep. moves. Right. Um, so you feel really good about that. Trey Turner, whose postseason numbers historically are not very good, got off to a great start. That's good news. Yeah, he only hit the ball 580 feet. <laughs> three times. <laughs> he, he hit the ball on the button three times along the way. And you won a game where Mookie Betts, Freddie yeah, Freeman, yeah. and Justin Turner really didn't provide a ton of offense. Gavin Lux gets a big hit. Will Smith continues to be one of the most clutch Dodgers there is. They, they, they got everything that you want. They played really good defense, turned a big double play to, to snuff out a potential rally. So the Dodgers like, we're up 1-0. We got a win with our best guy. We took them out of the game early. They're feeling really good about what happened last night. All time. right, Padre perspective. Before you blink, it's a 5 nothing game. And... You're through three innings. Now you got to go to your bullpen early. I think Clevenger went two and two-thirds. They took him out, I think, right before the third inning end. 
ended. And then they still got a base hit, so he, he was gave up four runs total. I think if you're the Padres, you were not expecting by any stretch of the imagination that you're walking away from Dodger Stadium with Julio on the mound for the Dodgers, well-rested. Their team is ready to go. It's the Dodgers' first playoff game. They're expected to obviously compete for a World Series. And you got Mike Clevenger on the mound. This is not one of the three dudes that helped you win that Mets series. Sure. It was still a game. Yeah. It was still a game that even though you were down 5 nothing, you didn't roll. And I will tell you about this Padres team. They rolled during the regular season against the Dodgers. That 5 nothing lead would have turned into 8-1 to or 8-2, to something along those lines. So I got to give the Padres some credit in this. If you're coming into tonight's matchup, you're saying this at least to yourself. You got to try to convince yourself. We were not expected to win game one. However, we were in game one. And game two is the game. You know, I, I tried mentioning this yesterday. We'll see what happens. It's Clayton freaking Kershaw. Sure. It's Dodger Stadium. It is He's a chance. Out. You take a 2-0 lead in a five-game set, you're not beating the Dodgers three games in a row. It's just not going to happen. But Hugh Darvish not is also— Not Clevenger's your game five <laughs> starter, you're not. <laughs> but Hugh Darvish is— <clears throat> He's also a fantastic pitcher yes. that had a really, really good game one against the Mets. Pitched well in September— I think you got to feel pretty good if you're the Padres tonight. Let's go in there. We got our ace. They got Clayton Kershaw. Let's see what we could do. And it's probably going to be a low-scoring, incredibly tense game, in my opinion. Anyone can win tonight's game. I think that you – yes, to everything you said, I want to add two things to it. Clevenger gave you nothing, right? Like you said, he's out of the game in the third inning. He, he gets beat up. The worst-case scenario at that point is that the Dodgers just continue to tag everybody that comes in. So now you're going to a new pitcher every inning. You're going through a pitcher, 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 and you put your bullpen, your bullpen in a really disadvantageous position moving forward. But Wilson, Johnson, Hill, and Martinez, they shut it down, right? That the guy, they they went through that and pitched about as what Dodgers didn't get a hit after the third inning. Okay, I'm going to say that again. The Dodgers did not get a hit after the third inning last night. They didn't pitch. Hater. They didn't pitch Suarez. They're two best relievers because yeah. obviously they're behind, which means they're as fresh they're as ready. they're going to be. Yeah, they're be ready, ready to go. for tonight. You can most of these guys who pitched for the Potters last night. If you need to use them again, you probably can. They didn't have to light the building on fire just to get out of the game. And Al, they were a swing away a game. from tying the game in the yeah, ninth inning. Yeah, it was inning. a game. They they had a, they had the tying run at bat in the mm -hmm. ninth inning. It's about all you can ask for. They just didn't get the hit that they needed. They couldn't get off the field when they needed. If I'm a Padre fan, I'm thinking, look, we weren't supposed to win that game. Our worst starting pitcher went, but you know what? We In the ninth inning, we had a chance. Not a great chance, but we had a chance. That's all you can really ask for. Yeah, and I, I think it sets up for an exciting one tonight. Listen, each series, and I know we talk about it, oh, this is the most important game. It's win or go home. I know it's not literally that, but this is kind of your season if you're the Padres. You go down 2-0, all of a sudden that feeling at Petco Park for your first playoff game since 2006, it's going to feel like Dodgers got a chance to sweep us. And if the Dodgers in a game three are up two to nothing, it's probably lights out. You know, it, it, that's the feeling that it's going to have. Uh, I think there's going to be some desperation tonight for the Padres. Can I give you the flip side of why everything was good for the Dodgers? The things that if you're going in tonight saying, they, okay, they need to clean this up, they need to fix this a yeah, little bit. Yeah. One, I just they didn't get a hit after the third inning. You're going to need to get some hits. You, you can't score all your runs in the first three innings of the game. You're going to need to be a little bit more offensively consistent along the way. Mm -hmm. Number two, Cody Bellinger's approach at the plate is a joke. It's a joke. And again, I, I understand that if we're nitpicking the number nine hitter, that, yeah. you, that things are pretty good. But the number nine hitter can't swing at the first seven pitches he sings. That's just a terrible, terrible approach. It's anti-team. It's anti what the Dodgers have been about all season long. He needs to do a lot better. They need to take him out of that lineup. You cannot have that sort of offensive approach. Can can I can I help you and Dodger fans for a quick second with your frustration on Cody Bellinger? I get it. I understand what you're saying. You just can't have any expectations for him at the plate. You really can't. I can have exp I, I no expectations of him getting two hits a night. No mm -hmm. expectations of him, you know, getting a big hit in a big situation. I think I can have expectations that you don't swing at the first seven pitches you see. That's the, not an unrealistic expectation. There was a moment yesterday, Dodger fan right in front of me. Surprise, surprise, right? Dodger fan sitting there. At we're, Dodger Stadium yeah, in the really playoffs. Made no sense. Weird. Alejandro from Highland Park. So I'm sitting there and we're having a conversation. I'm like, how do you get a ball through Trace? 
Cody, and Mookie in that outfield. And that's the only way I looked at Cody Bellinger. I didn't look many of the way. You're right. We were joking around about this earlier. Bases are loaded. And it looks like, hey, did that pitch hit Bellinger? Before anyone, I, I'm sure Cody is like, there's no re- we don't need a replay. He was already at first, rounding first, trying to work his way to second. It's like, Cody, they're going to replay it. It didn't hit you. Kind of shows how he feels at the plate. He's hacking. There's a desperation every time he's up there. I, desperation, I get. What I don't get is a complete lack of a plan. Look, can I be a baseball nerd for a second? Yeah. Okay. Everyone in the major leagues now throws 100 miles an hour, basically. You can't go up there without a plan. And the only plan that kind of works is you have to look for a pitch before you get two strikes. Mm-hmm. You have to hunt a pitch. You have to hunt a curveball, a changeup, a fastball in a certain low spot. You need to be looking for a pitch in a place prior to two strikes. That's the only way anybody gets a hit in the big leagues right now. The pitching's too good. If you just go up there and swing at the first seven pitches that somebody th- throws at you, that's not a plan. That's just that's not desperation. That is, I'm not paying attention to what's going on in the and game. And you're hurting other guys in the order. Every, you're not giving them anything. You're not giving them anything. You're not grinding out the pitcher. It was just such a wasted at bat over and over again. I'm not saying that you got to lace doubles all over the field all night long. That would be nice. But can we maybe see a pitch? One, seven in a row. This isn't like he had a three-pitch at bat, pop, pop, pop. He swung at seven pitches in a row. That's that's. If I were Dave Roberts, it's I would Cody be Bellinger. furious. Keeping him that. in that lineup? Yeah, we won. We won. And the right. lineup will be a little different tonight. Somebody was on Twitter saying, oh, you know, they're not going to have uh, – this isn't a uh, 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 an A.J. Ellis situation where he catches Kershaw. Actually, it's exactly what it is. Austin Barnes catches Clayton Kershaw. That's what we do. That's that's how it's going to go. He'll be in the lineup tonight, and we'll see what the Dodgers can do with that. Um, all right, what are the expectations for Clayton Kershaw tonight? Is it a does he need to be Clayton Kershaw for them to win, or can they sneak by with another less than great performance? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. So you go check out uh, Alan Sliwa on Twitter, at Alan Sliwa. You can check me out on Twitter, at Travis Rogers. And uh, I posted a pic at the end of the game last night. One of us looking a lot more happy than the other. Uh, Yates, did you happen to see the picture? I saw the picture, and I'm going to guess that the person with the brown and yellow on did not look the happiest. Which is crazy to me, because I saw Clint in the uh, hallway, and he's like, Slee, we got him tonight. (laughs) Me, you, and Darvish, we got it. So Uh I had no idea he was such a big Padre fan. That's my guy right here. I do think that Darvish gives him the best chance to win of these two games. Tonight's a game. I really think tonight's a game. It is. I mean, you start Cle- – Clevenger is terrible against oh. the Dodgers. I didn't really understand that, to be honest. He he is terrible against the they Dodgers. They didn't have another but option. But the other option is, is Manea, who's worse yeah. against yeah, I guess the that's Dodgers. True. We already talked about it. He may, Manea makes Clevenger look like Nolan Ryan. <laughs> right. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, fair enough. Yeah, they, yeah. They, it, this was either I mean, maybe a bullpen game. You just Because their pen stood up pretty good last night. Their pen did the perfect thing that you need in that situation. Number one – just get to the end of the game and keep us in it. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't let the thing spiral out of control. And by the way, it's not like they had to use seven guys to get to the end of the line. They only used four to get to cover basically six and a half innings of baseball. That's huge. And this gets to a point that I want to start talking to baseball fans about in general, which is throw the entire concept of the dichotomy of closer by committee and dedicated closer just out of the window. That That's not what playoff baseball is anymore. You just match up till you're done. 
That's that's all you're really doing if you think about how teams are putting together their bullpens. So you can call it by committee. You can call it whatever you want. But, for example, in the case of the Dodgers, they went straight to the bullpen. It worked. Mm-hmm. Look at what happened in the Guardians game. Tito leaves his guy in one inning too long in order to get to the third round of rotation, and boom, the Yankees go for three, game's over. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the concept of who the closer is at this point, if you don't have a specific person that is lights out, there's no reason to even worry about it. Yeah, if you've got a Class A or one of those guys, it's it's different. Okay. You just run him out there. But the Dodgers used Chris Martin last night. Sure. It could be Tommy Canley tonight. Yeah. It could be – I don't think it'll be Evan Phillips because they haven't used him in that role at all, really. They Seems clearly, like he's right in the thick of... They deploy him when they think the game is in the, in jeopardy. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the, I'm the guy that, okay, we need to make sure we get, to your point, match up. We need to get through these guys, whether it's Soto, Machado, Bell, whoever it might be. We're going to give you this right now. And if I know that, I feel a lot better about the decisions than thinking, oh, they're trying to backwards, what, what is it, retrofit everything reverse to engineer. reverse engineer everything to the closer. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You don't need to do that if you actually know what you're doing from a matchup standpoint. So that was good to see. I will say this, though. And, and I, look, the Dodgers, you, you tell me what you guys think. That, that felt like a B effort from the Dodgers. Good, not great. Yeah. It was good. You know, they got a big, Turner had a good night, got a, a, a good, not great start from Julio. The bullpen was really good. And That's Trace, what Trace looked good starting in, Trace a spot, was fine. starting in a spot like that as a young kid. I thought that everything you wanted out of that little thing, Trav, you got. Butsley. Game it, was a lot closer than I thought that, it'd be. That, yeah. And here's the thing Evan Phillips has been really good for the mm-hmm. Dodgers this year. Really, really good. This is the first time where he's been in a situation where there's some ish on the line, where there's some traffic. He walks the first guy. Guy doesn't walk a lot of people, so mm-hmm. your heart's banging, right? Mm-hmm. There's some stuff going. Now you get a little unlucky. Machado gets an infield hit, Happens, right? right? And it's, it's okay, now I got two guys on. I walked a guy. Guy hit one sixty feet to get a hit, and now I'm in big trouble. You could just the, – these are the moments that are different in the playoffs than they're different during the regular season. Chris Martin had a pretty smooth ninth inning, gave up a hit, no big deal. But this is why the Kimbrel thing was – I know he pitched terrible. I understand that. I'm not – I'm fine that he's not on the roster. But this is why, Yates, I still believe that there's a ninth inning thing. Those mm-hmm. last three outs of the game in a, in a close playoff game – having done it before I think makes a difference I'm not saying it's the difference between being able to do it or not but that feeling of the situation is not three outs you can't simulate that unless you've done it you can't but Alan let me ask you this Mm -hmm. I mean the bottom line is is that a lot of Dodger fans and a lot of baseball fans in general want to get a little big in their britches in terms of like what it takes to win a baseball game in the playoffs would you have rather the Padres won or lost that game? Because guess what? They lost. You know what I'm saying? Like The Dodgers got that win. Yep. And there's so many scenarios where you say, oh, well, it might not have been perfect. It might not have been this. It might not have been that. That's the whole point of having a team. They're up and that's out. the whole point of a series. You're up one. You won the game at home. You're in the driver's seat. Mission accomplished. So there's going to be – and that's why I use tonight's game as an example. Whatever last night was – it was the easiest setup for the Dodgers that I think they're going to have the rest of the series. Probably. Just based on who the starting pitcher is. Padres are flying from New York. They're coming in right away. Now it should kind of normalize a little bit for the Padres. And when you move on to the next round Normalization, the Dodgers, though, against the Padre-Dodgers, that's, not, not, good that's the Padres. not good for the Padres. <laughs> but, but think about the setup for the Dodgers was we're kicking back, we're sitting back, we're waiting. That's what I mean is at least for the Padres, now you feel like, okay, the, the series can kind of start tonight. I wasn't expecting them to win yesterday. I don't think most people I were. thought the road for the Padres to win this series was to steal one last night. Mm. The, the thing that – everything that Allen said is right. Slee, you're saying it's Clevenger who gets clubbed by the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. The, it's Julio is your opponent. Right. The, the Dodger lineup is better than the San Diego lineup. It's in L.A., all of these things. But the Mets, or I should say the Padres off that Mets series, they kind of have that thing that you see in the College World Series. Yes, you know, yeah. All of a sudden it's like once we're winning games, we're not supposed to be here, but we're just sure. winning a bunch of games along the way. And baseball is weird like that. If you expect to kind of, hey, we're not even, let's just see what happens, you'll grab a, The second that the air went out of the balloon last night, it's like, oh, right, let's we, don't, say, we don't beat these let, guys. Let's, right. <laughs> let's say hypothetical. There was a trap game element to last night for sure. But let's say hypothetical. Let's say Padres won tonight. Is there really a difference? From getting that first game to the second game, that's a good question. That's a, you see that's, what I'm saying? That's that, like, a good question. If, if you walk back to San Diego and it's one to one, 
I mean, beyond mission accomplished. Right. I, if I you're would, the Padres. I would agree with that from Slee, especially because of all the things that you said. You Darvish is like, oh, man, first of all, you go down 2-0 with him as your starter. Okay, this was not going to happen. It's a Yeah, yeah. That, exactly. This was not going to happen. If you can battle back on the road with Darvish on the bump, I think you've got I'm not going to say you've got a reason to show up in San Diego. You've always got a reason to show up, but you've got a, a puncher's you chance. You could still lose the series 3-1, to one, yeah. and yeah. no one would be surprised. But it it's it becomes sort of interesting. And to this point, and it's certainly if Kershaw has one of those nights tonight, it could very easily not be interesting if the Dodgers win 4-2, to two, yeah. and then it's a wrap uh, by the yeah. time you get to San Diego. So be honest here, and yeah. you're not going to hurt our feelings. What? Have you heard any of our show yet today? No. Okay, good. So I'm going to paint you a scenario. I want you to pick which of these two people did this thing. We both went to In-N-Out after the Dodger game last night, <laughs> independent of each other. We yep. didn't know that either one of us were going to go. Yep. Okay. We both go and to, to In-N-Out. Peppermint Hippo. One person goes <laughs> all in with double-double fries shake, and the other person has a, you know what, this is a really bad decision, and ejects in the middle of the line. Sliwa ejected in the middle of the line. That's what you would think, only it's what? the opposite. Wow. Upset of the century. Almost a bigger upset than rain coming down on the field yeah, yesterday, that was weird last which night. is beyond weird. What happened? That's why I thought it should have been a rain out and they should have canceled the game, stopped it right Revert there. Revert back Let's to the rain. It's a wash. Yeah, we'll exactly. see. Game one tomorrow night. Double, double-handed tomorrow. I'm just yelling by myself, call the game. <laughs> that was really oddball, though, because I wasn't there last night. I'll be there tonight. I, tur- I'm, I'm, I came back from the, the fridge or whatever, and I look and I see Josh Bell's helmet is like wet oh, well, I was like, from the outside. I was I'm, like, what? Is he sweating through that? Like, I'm how is sitting this possible? there and Rain I never even occurred to felt me. Felt something hit my face. I'm like, yeah. I thought maybe somebody splashed some beer or something. And then another, I'm like, it's it's rain. It's Los Angeles. Yeah, it's so it's rained here in 30 years. So bizarre. We had flood warnings, not really. Okay, so why'd fun, you eject? How funny is that? How yeah, funny is that? I, there's Those actually two a, a very right specific reason. Did you trip a wire? No. Well, no, no. Okay. So I pull off the freeway. And I get in the queue, right? And the in and out I go to, you line up on the street before you pull into the right. restaurant. And I'm about four or five cars deep in the street. I'm listening Dodger post game on the radio. Okay. And uh, <laughs> a PSA that you know ESPN on the on the app they play a bunch yeah. of PSAs as it runs, and it is a PSA for pre diabetes. And they ask you all these questions. Okay. Quick, oh my quick, God. Question number one. How about the strategic one. of when they air it? Stales department doing its job. <laughs> Rather, uh, what is it? Not uh, traffic. Yes. Question number one: Are you more than twenty pounds overweight? Uh. Question number two: This is all in the spot. Are you over fifty years old? Uh. And I forget what the other ones were, but there are like five of them, and I hit like two and a half, three of them. Like right, you had a. Quorum. You need to get your fat ass out of this line. <laughs> That's awesome, by the way. Like, self-realization yeah. moment. It's like when you're up late at night and those ads come on for, like, gambling addictions or whatever, and you're like, good Lord, why am I watching Hawaii volleyball at 3 but in the morning? I did. I got. I, I literally, you. you turned out of the line. Good for so you. I went, inside, I went inside the In-N-Out like I had a reservation at 6.30. <laughs> I was asking for a bottle of wine. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to meet the chef. It was. We had a much different experience. All right, real quick, stat hero of the day. <laughs> The Los Angeles Dodgers starting off one nothing against the San Diego Padres. Stat Hero of the Day is brought to you by Stat Hero. Look for local market lineups in the Stat Hero app and filter by single game. Pay attention to local market lineups at stathero.com. Don't forget to enter that promo code 710. You'll get 100% deposit match. Stat Hero winning isn't a fancy. Just put the promo code in. 710. Nothing else. Just 710. Don't get Hey, you know, I'm going to put a little extra in there. No. Just put 710 in there and you'll get your deposit match. You know you've hit a certain stage in your life when those PSAs speak that to you directly. I mean, directly. That hits you. Speak the, in hey, your mouth. The, the only yeah. thing missing was, yo, Trav. <laughs> I didn't know I you could. Just... Rather get on that sales department, personalized. Trav might need a it new was, a I new was listening to, to the on the app. like the, right. not, not, the, not even the ESPN LA app. I was listening to on the ESPN okay. app. It's a national wow. thing mm. that's running. And You were geo-targeted. <laughs> they just targeted your car. That fat guy's in the line again. <laughs> I was telling Sleep too. There's a 78.6% chance I go tonight. Yeah. Because I look, I made a good decision last night. The this is my reward. Yeah. I've earned it. I get that's, to But that's, I get dude, to go that's like it. a Truman show situation right there, you know, where you're just like, "Oh dear. They're watching." We, hey, look, there's like a Bill Gates and uh who was it? There's one other person, really smart guy. Oh, um 
the guy on PBS, the Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh yeah, um, the scientist dude. They both believe that we're all living in a simulation, so maybe that's what it was. Maybe who's ever running my simulator <laughs> said, you know what, I, I want this game to go a little longer. Let's get him out of the line. This isn't going to help. It was so good. Of course it was. <laughs> you got to go tonight. I didn't. I, at no point Just, did I, I think I'm getting out of the line because it's not good. Just go tonight. Oh, it's yeah, going to happen. Go yeah, yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, go gonna happen. Dodgers win tonight. Yeah, Dodgers win tonight, I think. Um, Take I, a second there. Give I it just, some more thought. Well, that was too quick. I mean, the, the bottom line is that I, I I agree with Trav. I think the game they had to win was last night. But I do think they had the best chance to win. His point's a good so one, far. though. Like, if they go home 1-1, what disagree. difference does it make? I don't disagree. They're a good team. I mean, I, you know, and also, this is going to sound weird, but like, for the sake of Major League Baseball, kind of glad the Padres kept it together. You know what I'm saying? Because it felt like their season was in complete freefall in terms of like, you know, the whole Tati situation and everything. It yeah. just got so loose that it would have been like, man, if the Padres completely fall out of relevancy, that would not be. By the way, that's about. Melvin right there. He yeah, no, he's a steady influence yeah. for sure. Yeah, he kept he's, it they, they needed that, but so Alan and I were talking about it. We were walking down to go meet some people from the show, and we started to – how different would this feel if Tatis were in this lineup? Yeah. Just, I mean, the, the, because the Potters are a good team. Exactly. They're, they're not a great team, but they're a good team. They're right. a dangerous team. they got star players. got a couple of starting pitchers. They're that not really the scary. Dodgers, but nobody is. But no, if you extend exactly. that lineup with a Tatis, that's a totally – That is some selfish you-know-what. Absolutely. I'll see you boys at the yard tonight. I'll be there. Al's got uh, uh, Laker, uh, Laker pregame. Oh, right. That's right. Who they got? They got Minnesota tonight. Oh, monster. Little right. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Preseason. How weird they is that? Go Bear in Minnesota. It's a it weird look. Weird. Let's yeah, talk about that. They are going to play their guys tonight, yeah. and I actually think it's a really good idea. I like that Darvin Ham's already kind of letting them know what he expects from them. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another tweet for you, Al. This one's from Big John Two. It says, "Has Dave Roberts invited Slee to sit in the Dodger dugout for Game Three at Petco on Friday? Only catches. Al has to wear his Padres gear and sit next to Dave. Need that Sleewa magic just in case." Damn, man. You know, it's it's Mason and I both at the game yesterday. Uh huh. So if there's a curse, you know, it's like this. No, mine was much stronger. And I knew it was going to be strong. But is it a curse if you were supposed to lose anyway? Well, that's what I was going to say. Mine was much stronger because it was Clevenger. <laughs> I don't think you were the curse as much as Clevenger stinks. I think that was the bigger issue last night. I, I, I kind of find it funny because there were some dudes that – and this is this is all part of it, right? You're walking around. I think there was a couple different times. I'm going to the restaurant. I'm going to go get a beer. And somebody would stop me go, in full Dodger gear, right? Sliwa. Man, that's awesome. Great to run into you. I hate what you're wearing. I'm like, I don't blame you, buddy. I don't blame you. Every time that exchange happened. How about this one? This is for the, I, this, this one may change the way you feel about that. It's, okay. it's with that in mind. Uh, Zen writes, Trav, it feels like you're working with the equivalent of Clipper Daryl, Padre Slee. That's not a compliment. <laughs> that's definitely you not a compliment. <laughs> You don't like the Clipper Daryl vibes that you were throwing out in the universe last no, night. No, I'll take the, I'll take the Padres haven't won a World Series vibe and keep it with SD and leave it at that. All right, uh, seven ten is having a watch party tonight at Clearman's Galley in San Gabriel, courtesy of Tiza and White Claw. That is today, five to eight. We're giving away prizes, tickets, a uh, whole bunch more as well. Clearman's Gallery in San Gabriel. Here's your address. 7215 Rosemead Boulevard. Again, special thanks to Tiza. Get more focus and energy in your daily life with Tiza nutrient pouches. Visit Tiza.com and make your mouth happy. And also a special thanks to White Claw. White Claw delivers a wave of pure refreshment in a variety of flavors. Please drink responsibly. Hard seltzer with flavors. White Claw Seltzer Works, Chicago, Illinois. You, uh, I didn't see you with any seltzers last night, but I did see you with a handful of beers at a variety How, okay, of moments. Okay, so... What are those? Those cans of beers? 24? They're two. 24 ounces? It's two beers. Had a lot of those. <laughs> a lot of 24-ounce beers? I got in. It's 6 o'clock when I'm in there. First pitch isn't for another... How many did you take down? Was it like... Did you have three? Oh, easy. Did you have four? Did I think you... I had five. 
You had 10 beers last night? I think I had five. That's a lot. I know it is. And you're not a beer guy. No wonder you took down a shake and a double-double at 1 o'clock in the morning. Right when I got to the game, I went... you didn't stop for pizza, too. (laughs) Right when I went to the game, I went and got a beer right out the gate. Sure. So I know that one. Okay, put that one aside. That's one. Sitting in my seats, I know I had two more of those. Okay. Okay. There's three. Six. Okay. You, I saw you take down in an our IPA. section yeah. in our section where you and I were. I had two. So we're sitting with uh, the guys. We're sitting with Kenny, Jesus, Debbie, uh, and my Gaucho alum buddy, and they offered to order us a round of beers. And they're like, "Hey, Trav, what, what, what can we get you?" And I said, "I'll just have a Modelo. Sounds good." And yeah. they're like, "Okay." And so you kind of gave me a look like Modelo. You're like, "I'll take the IPA." Like, you mean the one that's like 9% alcohol? That one? That's the one that you're going for beers number 9 they and 10? They have such great selection there. That's not, I'm, for, yes. For a guy that doesn't drink beer, I felt like everything was in front of me. I felt like I was at a like a, a brewery, right? Like no, a I'm hometown not, brewery. It's a So in my head, I'm like, no, let's try see, some of this I like stuff. IPAs too. They're very, they're very, very good, but that's a big swing, especially in the seventh inning of a game where you've already had You know what there also was? Could I tell you what there also was? By the way, my last beer was a Modelo. So it's not like I didn't I didn't It's like a nightcap. I was not I wasn't discriminating towards any of the beers. But do you know when I've, I, I listen, I first off I'm not drinking beers. Every sporting event that I go to, we're predominantly 98% of them were working. Yesterday yes. I was just literally enjoying a game. You even sent me part of the text, right? Yeah. I told you I'm like I'm really actually enjoying I'm just soaking in a playoff baseball game that the Padres are in up at Dodger State. That just doesn't happen often. I was kind of itching. At what point do they stop serving beer? Uh, end of the seventh inning, I think. Yeah, I was keeping an eye out. <laughs> are I we, was, are I we was sure keeping, it's the end of the seventh inning trap? I was keeping an eye out. Like I was like, I, I, didn't, I don't even know how to describe it. I was just like, oh, I got to get one more. R- relax. You just had 14 hey, of them. You're, you're spry. The, the in and out did its trick. It soaked up all the uh, toxins in your the bloodstream. The almond croissant. Help All this morning as well. I still have half of mine left, by the way. Thank you for that. That's, That's a really good, good Thanks. It's Thank you, Sleep. Del- del- yeah, Sleep came in with a bag of pastries this week. Come you on in clutch. Go, you should go drinking every night. Yeah. Can I explain that me trying to go get those, <clears throat> and Lakers have a game tonight, and I think I'm staying down here. I'm not going to go home. So I had to grab. I had a suit that I put in a dry cleaner, so I had to go get it this morning. The almond croissant, they did their job. The suit, I couldn't get, and I'm just looking at the clock the entire time. Now, I'm, I'm still in Pasadena. I'm like, what the hell time is it? I shot here and got here just in time. You made it just in the nick of time. You, you needed your suit because the Lakers play tonight. They got the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah. You mentioned Rudy Gobert. Fine, whatever. Timber, Timberwolves are going to be one of those middle-of-the-pack Western Conference teams. They'll make the playoffs. Maybe they'll beat somebody. Maybe they won't. The Lakers are, I think, we know who's going to be good. Clippers are going to be good. Nuggets are going to be good. Warriors yeah. are going to be good. Suns are going to be good. Like We know who's going to be good, and we know who's going to stink. Portland's going to stink. San Antonio, Houston, OKC, they're going to stink. The Lakers are maybe the Kings too, Taylor. Can I throw them in there too. Are one of the few teams like I don't know if they're going to be good or not. They mm-hmm. might be, but they also might be bad. And I like that Darvin Ham. You told me that he's going to play his guys tonight. They're yeah. going to play a traditional rotation. That they're going to play traditional minutes in these last two couple of preseason games. I like that. They don't know what they have. <laughs> like That's got, what I mean. Like let's, got, let's start I'm, I'm with you. It out. I'm with you. You know, you could do it. Other teams, Golden State Warriors, don't have to worry about that. The Phoenix Suns, they're bringing back the same guys. They don't have to worry about that. There's a lot of teams in the West. Just use the West as an example. Denver's gonna. They know that Jamal Murray's coming back. They know Clippers know Kawhi's going to be there. Lakers have a lot of new dudes that they're still trying to figure out. What at any point last year did you feel like okay, the Russ, Anthony Davis, LeBron, they know what they're doing. So. I know I'm, I don't want to make a sound, but these last two preseason games, yeah, I do want to see what their starting lineup is going to be. Yeah, I, I'm I'm curious of who is that first guy that comes off the bench, Vo, or Vogel. Uh, Darvin Ham mentioned that he's going to use these guys. He's going to try to figure out what those rotational minutes are. You only have two games left, and you know what happens on Tuesday? They play the You're Warriors. You're playing the defending NBA champions up in San Francisco. You got Clippers two days after that. I was going to say, and then the Clippers right after that. Yeah. And look, I understand the idea of. It's a preseason game. It doesn't matter. The, the the Russell Westbrook said it last year. Anybody remember what my record was in preseason? No. Everybody kind of like, exactly. It doesn't matter. Okay, fair enough. I don't think it matters much. What I do think matters is when I don't know what I have, Yeah. I need to figure. I need to start figuring it out. And, and why waste the first two or three or four games of the regular season trying to figure it out when I can start trying to figure it out right now? 
Who's going to play defense? Who's going to do the things that I'm asking them to do? Is Anthony Davis up for this? Is his health going to last? Because they say, well, you don't want to hurt him. Guys, if he gets hurt in the preseason yeah, yeah. or if he gets hurt in the fifth, it's because of, you've played Then there's weeks. no season anyway. There, there's nothing there anyway. Mm-hmm. We, we have an answer to that question. LeBron, a little bit of a different story. I'll be a little bit more cautious with him along the way, but let's see what it looks like. Play Pat Bev, play Russell Westbrook, play Anthony Davis. Let's get Austin Reeves in there. Let's see what this looks like so when they hit the ground against the Warriors, at least we have a semblance of how they're going to attack this. And I don't know if tonight will be, if the starting line tonight, Darvin Ham's talked about, they're going to go small. Most likely, AD is going to be the five. That's where they're going to lean. Okay, so is that starting lineup tonight? Is that Kendrick Nunn in there? Is it Pat Bev in there? So I think we're going to kind of get some answers to some questions we have do, about do the you, Lakers. Do you care that he's not super thrilled with five, that he'd rather not be the five? Does that factor? If you're Darvin Ham, yeah. and it's not like he won't do it. He's he, he will do it, and he's very good at it when he plays down there, but it's no secret that he would prefer not to. Do, do you care if you're Darvin Ham? To be honest with you, I mean, I, listen, I think you care to an extent because it's Anthony Davis, but if you look at AD and say, this is our best lineup, what the hell do you want me to do? Just so we could have T- Damian Jones or Thomas Bryant at the five? I think AD's just got to do what they what they need him to do. So to answer your question, no, I don't really care. The Dump and Super Crosstalk coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, let's start with this one. It's National Farmer's Day. Taylor, I'm going to bring you in for this one. You, of course, grew up on a farm in Iowa. Um, is there like a special celebration on National Farmer's Day, or is it just another day on the farm? Yeah, I mean, there's a, it's a good this. question. There's so much that we do. Sorry. No, uh, my dad and my grandpa, uh, my late grandpa were both farmers, and uh, I know I got a lot of respect for the for the profession, for sure. But is there's there, not a celebration. I didn't even know this was a thing. I, I just do, is there like a harvest? Is, you, you obviously don't know. I feel like a national. Well, there's Farmers a harvest, day. but it's not. You know, it's going to be a couple months from now. But, uh, but let's let's get let's do it a little early. Let's make a, <laughs> let's make some things. Let's let's get a pig and you know take him to the the butcher and have a harvest and yeah, get and some I, veggies. I think out what of the field. we're trying to say is Happy National Farmers Day. <laughs> Thank you to you and your family. Trav, yeah. that's one of the big misconceptions about. Not all farms have uh, livestock. You know, pigs and hogs and cattle and no stuff in like my that. mind they do <laughs> well, that's not true you know <laughs> no, I, I grew know. up on a farm. i mean we had some sheep in my you farm said corns and soybeans right corn and soybeans yep yeah no animals at all sheep and okay. pets but but livestock we only had sheep sounds like a farm to me <laughs> it sounds like a huge farm it's to a me. soybean sheep and corn farm and that corn it's not it's not like sweet corn it's not the kind of corn you eat it's used for like ethanol and it feeds cattle and stuff like that did so, like it, it, just get your ish figured out over there when I, I i think i've told you this i spent a summer in iowa in a, a little teeny tiny town called clorinda iowa which is mm. in the southwest corner of the state about two hours from omaha nebraska um and it's corn and soybean fields as, as far as the eye can see and there was a, a hog slaughterhouse in in the town as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the local guys, there was a couple of local guys. There was always parts of each farm that were growing things that weren't soybeans and corn. Love L- that little patch that, that you could <laughs> you know grow your own sort of things. There was there any of that going on in the Smith farm? Not at the Smith farm. Not that I know of. Um, it was hidden from me very well. If that was the case, they uh, they take you. Hey, you let's go out in the field. I'm like, I don't want to go watch the soybeans. How would we like, do? How call me. that ditch weed? <laughs> yeah, how ditch how weed. would we? We should do one week of. You know what we're trying to do? We're trying to do the seven ten camp, right? The summer camp. I, I, we should I, I do, push back we on the weed our, portion of that. Yeah, we're all in it. Come Amanda, to Northern Iowa. Come Amanda threatened you. Now we should do also farming. <laughs> seven I'd, ten farming. I'd rather farm than camp because at least I'd have something to do. <laughs> right? I I I could plant some plant some things. I could grow some things as opposed to stare at you and play cornhole for in the middle of the woods. Well, you were threatened, so you have no choice. <laughs> very, very true. Um, let's see here. Where did it go? Uh, you can now get double stars, Slee, if you link your Delta Sky Miles and your Starbucks account. That if you uh, are taking a flight that day, Starbucks is going to ding you twice for your stars. So, you know, you collect your stars, you can get your free yeah. meal or whatever you want. Are you guys pretty good with that with Starbucks? I am. Yeah. I'm not very good with it. Why not? It's free coffee. Know, sometimes. It's free. I feel like the way it used to be. It felt like it was more incentivized. Like it felt it was a lot easier to get free stuff. Now there's so many thresholds. It changed. You know what I mean? What changed? I don't. It's not as far as I can tell. The amount of points to get something comped has changed. But you go to Starbucks every day, damn near every day. A cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, but that's stars. And if every 10 cups of coffee, you get the 11th one free, why not? You're still going to buy it anyway. Do they stack up? Do you have just a bunch in the bank right now, Slee? Probably. Do you yeah. use the app? But to I, pay but for he, it? 
when I mobile order, when I mobile order, yes, but there are times I don't take my phone. It's already set up. I got my ways. Everything's all set up. So I just get out credit card. Go. I guess the two sixty five. Like I a, have not valued it's a enough. Star and a half that you're just letting yeah. walk right out the door. Randy Johnson is now a professional photographer with the NFL. Have you ever seen any of Randy Johnson's photography? No. He's awesome. Really? Yes. He's like legitimately a wonderfully you, talented photojournalist. If you picked ten athletes, former athletes, and you said one of these guys is a really good photographer, I think. He'd be the last one. I don't know why. I had no idea. So I made the fatal mistake. This was very uh, early on in my career. Um, Randy, and by the way, this is not exclusive to Randy Johnson. He was just a 10 out of 10 on this scale. Guys that are scheduled to pitch that day, you leave alone. You don't approach him. You don't ask him. Oh, things. You don't I remember this story. Right? That's a good and, one. And I made the fatal mistake right. of asking him if he would come on And this show. is not Clevenger. And he, no. This, this is, is Randy, Randy John Johnson. At the, at the peak of his powers. He's, yeah. he's Randy Johnson. Yeah. And he did not appreciate my request. Let's just leave it at that. Did you double down? I did not. I ran away as fast as I could. Um, later on, we we brought him on. We got it. We finally got it done. We bring him on, and he was a grump. Like he was a he was he was a grump until the topic of photography came up, and he was this wonderfully pleasant, interesting, fun guy to talk about. It was like you get him going. It's like Greg Popovich, right? Grumpy, salty old school ask him a question about wine and he'll talk for 45 minutes you just got to find the thing slee and with randy johnson it's photography i'm looking at his photography right now looks like he's traveling the world yeah. doing his thing no wow. he's really beautiful very, shots very, very talented guy uh for just the third time since the nfl merger every team has a week or a win through week five so usually we'll get to you know weeks eight nine ten it's like hey the houston texans yeah. the new york jets they still don't have a win everybody's got a w do you like this version of the NFL? Because we have what? How many really good teams do we have? One, maybe two? Kansas City's a weird one. I agree. Because they've won some really close games that they could have easily lost. They lost to the Colts. Buffalo is the team that you could say, okay, that's the closest thing to a consistent, really good team that yep. has smashed teams in the process. They've also had two they have very close games yeah. and a loss along mm -hmm. the way. And here's the thing. The terrible team. Chicago stinks. They've won games. Tennessee, Seattle. Or not Tennessee. Seattle is 2-3. and three. Yeah. Indianapolis is, I think, bad. The Broncos. They're, there's no really, truly <laughs> bad teams. And i got to tell you, I don't love it. I don't love the idea what, of— What don't you like? Don't I don't like? like 25 teams that are going to go 9-8. and eight. The, the, yeah. I, I want a few that are going to win 14, 15 games along the way. Eventually, they will separate themselves from the pack, right? The good ones will. Look, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'd rather have this than, hey, you only see there's five teams that are good, everybody else sucks, and you kind of know. This one, you, you don't know who's going to win week to week. You just have no idea. So this is weird. I think I'm remembering this right. LeBron is either an investor or an owner in a professional pickleball team, Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. So now Tom Brady, uh, obviously Tom Brady's Tom Brady, and Tennis Hall of Famer Kim Kleisters are also getting in on pickleball. Major League Pickleball announced Wednesday. The hell are we missing? Brader, Brady and Kleisters are headlining the newest ownership group to buy an expansion team. They'll begin playing in 2023. What am I missing about this? Because I've played pickleball. It's okay. It's it's not the worst thing. I I much prefer tennis, but why is pickleball the rage all of a sudden? Fastest growing sport in the country. Why? Uh, easier to play than tennis. You don't have to you know run around all over the place, and anybody can play. It. I understand if I'm have arthritic it's knees addic and it's hips. A, it's addictive and kind of like golf. You can drink and play pickleball. <laughs> so everybody. All right. But for them to everybody loves it. For those names have you to played, be John? investing oh, yeah. in it. Yeah, you, in Manhattan Beach, it's all anybody. Do you doing. like it? Yeah, it's fun. You don't played, have to run around as much. I've played, a, but see, that's why I don't like it. It's it's you it feels it feels like ping pong standing on the table. It it there there it's mm. not a great like aerobic thing going on. Have you done it, Al? I've not played. Well, no. either is golf, and we love golf. Yeah, but I'm not looking for aerobics with golf. I'm just looking to have my worthy splashes and hit Trav, a few shots. How much aerobics are we looking for? Seriously, we <laughs> he does sit ups in between every every commercial break we to, go to. In my defense, to he says spot aerobic. me. 
I walked up and down the, the the stairs at Dodger Stadium yesterday from the reserve to the loge like four times, and I thought I was going to have a heart attack every single. That's that is a maybe very you, steep climb. Yeah, maybe you need to play tennis. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is a far far better. Damn, way but those to do are it. big names investing. Huge names, huge names. Okay, look, I'm novice to this. I don't understand it real well. I don't know if you're going to get me to watch pickleball on TV. Like tennis, sure. I kind of get what's going on. I don't know if I'm t- turning on the Brady's versus I'm with the you. Jameses. I'm, I'm good with the you know the sports we got that we're watching on a week-to-week basis. I'm good with that. It is time for a little Super Crosstalk. That is a 1-0. Yeah, Dodgers right. did what they're supposed to do. Very they win the opener. Here. Al was wearing Padres All gear. brown. Everything went All the way it was brown supposed brown Al. How many? How, what percentage? You know, how we do this sometimes with Ram games. Hey, what percentage of Cowboys? Ninety-nine point seven eight percent. I said one percent. Yeah, I, I think that's him. what it was. Yeah, I, I think so too. I told him it's like Padre fans dominating point oh seven percent of this. <laughs> By the way, Dodger and get ready stadium. down there. It's probably going to be half Dodgers, don't you think? I think there will be more Dodger fans than Padre fans. Yep. I've been to a bunch okay. of games at. Petco you know, you know what the they Dodgers. tried to do, right? They tried the to zip do that code thing where they yeah, uh, the zip code has that ever worked. I feel well, like not, that's, the that's secondary market is where so many people get their tickets anyway. Stuff up, Vivid Seats, hey, yeah. if you want to go, Berries, Seat yep. Geek, Barry's, Harris Rosner, VIP, t- there's so many places you can get tickets. I'll tell you why I think there'll be more Padre fans. And a lot of it's going to depend on tonight. Because if you're down they 2-0. They haven't had a playoff game in 20 years. That's, pro- that's what part it of it. That's what yeah. it is. They, yeah. haven't, they haven't had a game since 2006 at Petco Park. Wow. That was a playoff game. Yeah. The place opened in 2004. You've had two. You had a two. You had that small window. That's it. They have not had a playoff game since then. Oh, the brown and gold. Listen, listen however, the brown and gold. However, if they're down 2-0 after tonight, then I think you're probably going to get predominantly Dodger fans looking. How, for how many times do you think we heard this last night? So Slee and I hung out for a few innings at the game. Last oh, night. did you? Yeah. And uh, so we're sitting there chit-chatting, and people go, Slee, Slee, love your guy's show. Hate your hat. Hey, like, it, was, it was just an endless wow. supply of that. They were actually – I was pleasantly surprised. I felt – He said that Dodger – how would you characterize – Dodger fans are really chill. I said, uh, okay, you may I'm have not, had a unique experience. I, I might have had a unique experience. Yeah. I had zero issues from the moment I got Good. out of my car to the moment I got back in my car. Zero issues, as it and, should be, and and whether and by the way, you're 100 percent ra- right, but it, rarely is. All right. <laughs> yeah, way crazy tangent. All the TVs in here are on the baseball playoff channels. Yeah, do you guys remember Sean Penn being on Friends? Oh, that is weird. I don't. Do you? No, I, I do not. I don't. I know they had a bunch of guest stars. Emily but probably does. Friends is on. Emily, you remember it? Yeah, I do. Oh, she loves her. Friends. It was he. Didn't he go to Yemen? Not Yemen. He went to the. He was in Russia. He was in. Um, I don't know. Right now, he's doing a Halloween party with Phoebe's. <laughs> right, he's yeah, got like planets. He's the uni- He's dressed as the universe. It, wait, how do you? How is one dressed as the universe? Oh, there, uh, there you see. Okay. He's got planets all over. Season five, maybe. Okay, season, season five. Yeah. There now you go. That, another level. She Emily, is, wow. She is TV, next level. Yeah. Connoisseur. She leveled up. She, <laughs> she leveled up on Friends. So I, I've been in the auxiliary press. Yes. Oh, is that where you guys were hanging Press out? That's where I was. Box. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Did I yeah. send you the picture last yeah. night? Send me the picture. <laughs> Down, I, and I knew this, right? Because yeah. I, I went through this uh, last year. It was like this. Down the left field line, almost by the left field foul pole. I can see the top of the left field foul pole. Not right. like the, 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 the fence part, yeah, the, yeah, ball yeah. the ball. The ball. sits on top. So, that, I can so see the that top out of the way. Ball. Would you go back? I'm going tonight. Are you going, you're going back to the exit? And yeah. Mason, you're not going tonight. I am that not going. unusual I'd for you. I bequeathed a really good ticket to Bergman. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very nice. I, um, uh, he's going he's gonna to go in my place tonight. Now, I... I know what your view was. I sent you a picture of my view, which was like the biggest flex I could possibly. So so I I told you you had a good seat. Oh, it was. Here's how it goes. I get a text from Mace. He's like, so are you in the uh, auxiliary press box? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm thinking like he's making his way up there. He wants to so we can connect and and sit and chat. And, And he goes, I said, are you coming? He goes, no, I'm in my seat. Oh, where are you sitting? 
and he sends oh, me wow. a picture. He's basically in Mary Hart's seats. <laughs> yeah. Were you, you were you in Mary Hart's no, section? I was, no, I wasn't in the dugout club. I was oh, in that next, next one level. Up. Which, Field by level. the way, is not. It's a lot of money, but it's not crazy amounts. Of I was money surprised to when you told me what it was. Yeah, I thought it would have been, been a lot more. Than yeah, that. no, it's oh, that's not a lot. Yeah, that's not a lot. First round of the NLDS was a really good price. Right behind home plate, he had. There was a chef that was coming in, just bringing him lobster. He's just in there eating filet. Yeah. When Nothing you were, like a baseball playoff game. When you were in the state. auxiliary press box, did you wander around like I did? I sat up yes. there for about two or three innings. I'm like, I'm going to go watch it from other venues. My game plan stadium. is to lurk, right? Yeah, you I, lurk. I was that's, so, that's what Michael does. He just goes and sits in handicap I wondered where sections. he was last night. He didn't go. He, he, didn't, go. he didn't go. Mm, Julie yeah. went. Okay. But Julie stays in her seat. Michael knows all the ushers. So he just goes and sits in the handicap sections until they kick him out. Mm. Right. Yeah. We, see, yeah. I, lo- I go to the loge level or the field level or the loge level, and then you go to the edge and you That's sort it. of look over and they people have the little to tables. see the game. You can set your beer. You don't have to go anywhere. It's not. You don't have to go anywhere. You just have yeah. to lurk around. Then somebody says, "Hey, that's my seat," and you're like, "All right, I'll just move did, one seat down." Did yeah. that go about how you guys thought it would go last night? I was a little tighter. I thought. I thought the game. Had gotten out of control when we were up five nothing. I thought, all right, felt well, like it was about to be a ten to nothing. Yeah, it, it felt like it was going to go our way. Little did I know that the Padres bullpen would come in and shut us down. No, no hits. After hits. The they, have, they have a good bullpen. That that actually is one of their strengths. But. Yeah, and I thought Dave Roberts handled the bullpen masterfully for us. Yeah. Now, I, what he did with Vesia is what I argue should happen all the time. You guys don't like that. Well, no, he no, wanted he, he, he wanted him for the lefties. Right, he kept him because but he you was guys, facing a Trav, string of lefties. You don't like him going two innings. No, I, I, it's not two innings. It's Vezia. He does that with. It's not asking some, him to do something that he hasn't done repeatedly. Vezia, he called it during one of the the cuts, uh, an up down. Right, that you get up, yeah. you go in, you sit down, you get up, and you go again. That he was getting ready to maybe even do it twice, John, because had um, Phillips not gotten the last out. In that inning, the yes. double play, that was his last hitter, oh, right? Oh, and by the way, Gavin Lux, what a great play. play that was. It's a great play the game. Play. Yeah, that was but a play the game. Vezzi is a guy he does do up-downs with, but it's guys like Trinan, it's guys like Gratterall, it's guys like Martin and Canley. They haven't done up-downs with those guys hardly at all. That's what I don't like. Well, and it made perfect sense because you wanted him for that string of lefties coming up. I mean, that's the way they were thinking. And then Machado, they're like, nope. We knew all along that there would come a, a time in this game when we would need to get Manny Machado out, and he knew all along it was going to be Brewster Gratterall. So there's this thing that, and it worked out, and every bullpen movie made, nobody gave up any runs out of yep. the pen, so it it worked. But if Phillips, let's say Phillips pitches like he does, but Martin kind of kicks the can at the end of the game. Right. right. That It's like, oh, why didn't you use Phillips at the end? It, it's only the right decision if it sure. works. Let's say Machado homers off of Brewster Gratterall. All of a sudden, Dave Roberts looks like a dum-dum. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was the plan all along. It worked out. And, you know, I think people forget, you know, we talk about, hey, you know, Dave Roberts, I think 71 of the last 78 playoff games that he has managed – uh, the pitcher has thrown less than 100 pitches. Generally speaking, when you turn the lineup for the second time, Dave Roberts is probably going to move into the bullpen. And, you know, last year the Braves won throwing more bullpen innings than they did starters mm. innings. Um, I think this is going to be a heavy lean on the bullpen. So you think, and, what, like six innings for Kershaw? Yeah, probably? six innings for Kershaw would be great. Six innings and... Two runs? 85 pitches and two runs? Take sure. If you, if you, I said you can buy six innings, two runs right now. You buy I'll take it. it. I'll take it. I think it. so, too. Yeah. I think so, And too. you, Darvish, owes us a loss. He owes <laughs> us a loss. After Game 7 2017, he owes us one tonight. Pulling into the ballpark last night, listening <laughs> to the Astros and Mariners on the radio. And I, oh, when they came yeah, all the way the back. Yeah. 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 So Alvarez hits the walk-off home run. And the Mariner, I'm not a Mariner fan. I don't really care about them one way or the other. But it just made me sick to my stomach that something good happened to the Astros. You start talking about Darvish, and yeah. I, I just go right back to it again. Yeah. I, I get why people have feelings about it, but I can't separate the two. Right. I'll never be able to separate you the two. U2 has that song called Stuck in a Moment. Stuck in a Moment and you can't get out of it. I just remember being <laughs> at those <laughs> at those Astros game at Game 7. I, I still, Game 7 just gives me a shudder. It really does. It was such a terrible, terrible night. Is there any Laker equivalent to that, where it's just the the the, the game is on the line and a guy that is usually mud just comes on the closest thing to it, and it was the impetus for the back to back titles that they won in '09 and '10 is when they got boat raced in Game Six of the '08 Finals by the Celtics. 
Yeah, lost by like 40. Spill the Gatorade in like the third and, quarter. And afterwards, all those guys started texting with each other like never again. They all started working out crazy in the offseason, and it was it led them to the next two titles. But at the time it was going on, they were just a pinata. You know, they were just getting hammered. Why are you not going tonight? I'm kind of gassed. You're getting do old. I, do I need more? <laughs> do I need more? Good. I was at SC. You, you want to be a bad watching the game? I was at SC Saturday. I was at It's uh, an impressive Ram run. This is, a, this is an impressive run. This is a change. In, you can no longer call yourself the world's oldest millennial. No. <laughs> no millennial would, would beg off of a playoff yeah. game. By the way, and with a great seat, too. By the way, I'm a really, I, I think this is my baseball background. I'm a very superstitious guy. Right. So you'll I, sit in the same place? I'm going to sit in the same place. I'm kind of going to park, try to park in relatively the same place, take the same route. All of these things. This is why when you're not going, like you should probably keep this uh, thing rolling should. as long That's as That's why can. I'm ejecting too. That's yeah, I'm right. Out. You're, you're the ultimate cooler. Like yeah. you cool I'm, your I'm own out. teams like nobody else. We, we probably out. should mention that the Phillies-Braves game, which was scheduled for today, has now been delayed because of weather. So, By the way, weather. How weird was that last night? I'm like, it came I out, out of It was on TV and I was looking at it out going, of is it raining it came at out Dodger of Stadium? I don't know if I've ever been at a Dodger game where there's even been like a miss. That's, I think that's the first time I've ever been at Dodger Stadium with rain. Um, and it was... I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like crazy no. rain, but it was raining. Should have called Legit. the game. No, should have called the little, game. Little. No, you call the game. We're up five three. It's over. We win. Yeah, you wow. don't want the game. It's called. sixth. All right, yeah. let me let oh. me be pessimist, Trav here for a okay, second. Okay, go ahead. Dodgers, you mentioned it, did not get a hit after the third inning. Yep. Okay, they were they. Uh, Padres had the winning run, or excuse me, the tying run up to bat in the ninth. In inning. the ninth inning, the Dodgers felt like they were in complete control of that game. And it came down to the tying run being a bat in the ninth inning. And it felt like most of the stuff that you needed to go your way did go your way. Is this series closer than we think? I've been the, telling you that. I picked Dodgers in five. Mason thinks it's a cake. I, I think, think it's the, four. I think the gutty little Padres may have a win in them. So, tonight's a game. They're so... No, tonight's a tonight's great a game. Tonight's a great pitching duel. Tonight's a great pitching duel. Uh, but I, I think the game was much closer last night than I expected it. To be, I did not expect the uh, the tying run to be at home plate. No, the, it is five in the ninth inning. Like, yeah, it's going to be. I'm calling, five, it, I'm calling it right now. Padres win tonight. Dodgers win one of the games in San Diego, and then Dodgers win it in five. On no Sunday. way this gets to game. Damn. I don't think so either. I, the, the Dodgers. I think Padres win tonight too. I agree. John, with that your one. point. If it gets to where the Dodgers are down two to one, and they got to win, what would that be on Saturday? I think they yeah, got to win two five. Did they yeah. already say Snell is going three? He'd have to, right? No, I, I would Snell's use Musgrove. Snell's going through. You could go Musgrove. I'd use Musgrove. Dodgers tag. Snell's oh, you know, pretty good. He's they very get good. that red hot on the ears, and you get he's out a there. And it's not sticky. Yeah, it's not sticky. He's fine. You, I didn't. I don't think we talked about. It has no effect on. It's not. It's, it's not like stuff sweat. on the baseball. It's like sweat. Did you ever do anything like that? I did tried. Ever, I could never figure it out. All right. So, so I, you, I tried to do. Did that. you try and scuff the ball? That's the other so thing. So that, these guys that try. makes a big difference. Like once, especially when you're playing in high school and yep. college and stuff, and you don't have a trillion baseballs to go through. Every once in a while, the ball hit the fence like the backstop, and it'll get a cut in the leather. Right. Like a small little cut. That ball moves like a wiffle ball right like all of a sudden Gaylord Perry used to sharpen his belt buckle and yeah. when nobody was looking would run the ball across his belt all of those emery boards all those yeah. things anything that'll create additional friction as it spins through the air I that I could do but the the slippery stuff so it's the idea you know like you take a watermelon seed and you pinch it between your fingers yeah and it squirts sure that's the idea that's like of a, a spitball where you throw it and you kind of pinch it you know yep. spin it you kind of pinch it as yep. it comes out mm. i could never do it yeah never that's do probably it. why I'm what about here. the sticky stuff did you ever use like no uh, that was that rosin that was and, my time what no, they, what's the, the special spider tack spider tack yeah. yeah no i never had any spider tack you can get life. it in houston <laughs> yeah, they got plenty of it <laughs> plenty of it did you guys hear that i got a message from god as i was in line to uh, really to go god a message from god i don't know what else a message for god bought a 30 second psa wow yeah driving home from the game last night yep and I get off the freeway, and the freeway exit that I use to go home, mm-hmm. there's an in and out at that particular Uh-oh. exit. All right. And it's late. Always got a line, right? Always had a line yeah. last night. And so the line to pull into my in and out, you queue up on the street. Mm-hmm. And so I'm four or five cars short of getting into the line to where I can't get out. And I'm listening to the post game on the app, and a PSA comes on, mm-hmm. and it's a, do you have pre-diabetes PSA? Oh, no. And the question, it's like they were talking right to you. Question number one, are you more than 25 pounds overweight? Uh-oh. Question number two, are you over 50 years old? Uh-oh. 
Question number three, I forget what it was, but like the first three questions out of the game, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I, I kind of evaluated my life. I'm standing in line to get a cheeseburger at 12.15 in the morning. It's probably time to reevaluate what you're doing. And I actually left he the left. line. Wait, you left the I line? I left the line. That PSA made it you sold leave, made the me leave the line? Wow. Are you changing your life? Was no. this like a moment oh, where oh. it's like, all right, what did, I you am know what a he new said? man. You know what he said? Hmm. I think I'm going to go tonight. I will go tonight. Oh, I, I think the odds are pretty good <laughs> that I end up going tonight. But I don't even think I've ever hours. heard a PSA in my life other than you kind of recognize that it's going on. It's like they were speaking to Rick. Right. The only thing missing was, hey, Travis, you need to listen to this. That was the only thing missing in the spot. I, you know, I have a, uh, my acupuncture says everybody's pre-diabetic. Absolutely everybody is pre-diabetic. Then why'd I get out of line? Yeah, why'd you get out yeah. of line? Could have, could have well, I tell you that story two burgers that I, uh, I was with this guy once on our Laker crew, and we were walking to a steakhouse in San Antonio on the Riverwalk, and he goes, hold on, I'll be right back. And he turns right, and he comes back like two minutes later, and he's got it. We're walking to dinner. It's like 6.30. He's got a giant ice cream cone. And I look at him, I go, Steve, we're walking to dinner. He goes, take a look at me. I'm one prime rib away from a heart attack. When I walk by a Baskin Robbins, I don't pass it up. And he ate the ice cream cone. He ordered a big steak. He ate the steak, and then he had dessert. I was just going to that PSA next, was not going to stop. Like, no, did he hit no. dessert after the steak? I thought, man, good for him. Slee went into an In and Out yeah. last night. Sat down. At oh, a I table heard the story. Number fifty-five. Down. Your order number fifty-five. <laughs> I heard the yeah. story. Boy, I th- no way I'm going in. Oh, I went in. No, they were no, on fifty-one. No. And he, he went back and get the vanilla shake. <laughs> no, so I, I, was, I sat inside and ate. Yeah, that's weird. I don't, I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten inside and in, in, in and out. Inside and in and out. I didn't even know you could go some in. Of them don't so some, yeah, some in of them don't out. have it. This one definitely um, did. But I was going in as if I set a reservation up. Like, hey, you know, guys, uh, Slee also only took down in the morning. multiple 24-ounce beers last night. Brought in pastries for everybody along the way. Wow. He's, he's feeling it. I had a really good time yesterday. Can I, can I tell you, and I know this is going to sound funny when your squad gets shellacked and it's Clevenger it on the mound. Shellacked. It wasn't actually. It wasn't, it wasn't that Clevenger bad. Clevenger got shellacked, but, yeah. the but Padres didn't. Just to kind, and I know you guys cannot relate to this because it is L.A. and it is the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Travis doesn't, and I have spent time as Angel fans in Orange County. We can relate. <laughs> it doesn't. I was more an Angel employee than yeah. a fan. Yes. But you know where he's going. <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. Dodger fans. Yesterday was. Oh yeah, it's the first round. Yeah, we just got to hurry up, get through this. Meaningful games are coming up down the road. And for Padre fans, it was like, oh, my gosh, we're in a playoff game at Dodger Stadium. Kind of felt some of that. And for the Dodger fans, it was. Like, you know, you bought your tickets and whatever you paid for it. You can't get that in a couple rounds. No. But it, you can no, get, you get it now. You get to the NLCS, you cannot You can get that now cheap. because it's just so common for the Dodgers to be to have these games have my Dodgers. Like, I'll, I'll be in the left field uh, auxiliary press box for the NLCS because it gets <laughs> way too gets expensive. Out, I was just going to say, yeah. I will it's keep relative seat number to the eight price. Yeah. Warm for it's you. Like, it was like me and Phil Schumann last year. <laughs> I mean, it was just like <laughs> me and Sandoval were sitting right there, next to each Sandoval, other. There you so go. So there we were. They were sticking the TV guys in the auxiliary press box now. I needed an oxygen tank to get to the spot, but great view of the foul pole. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Go Dodgers!